Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. with Annie and Ando on Joy 94.9. Just gone six o'clock on your Wednesday morning, the 31st of March. Good morning, Annie Louie. Oh, good morning. March is over. It's the end of March. Now, today is a very special day. It's International Trans Day of Visibility. Mm-hmm. Be kind to our trans friends and remember that they have for centuries been living in pain and at times relying on every last ounce of strength to come out and be visible. Yes. Protect them, nurture them today and every day. Remember that your views of gender and identity are your own and not necessarily that of others. Celebrate the beauty and wonder of difference, particularly with gender. From both of us here to our trans family, we hear you, we see you and we love you. That's lovely, Ando. Thank you for putting that out there and taking the time to reflect. Yes, and I think it is a good time to think about it. Even just a few moments today, maybe reach out to some of your trans friends, send them a message. But you love them. Yes. And you celebrate them. Yeah. Hey, what have we got coming up on the show? Well, we've got some tickets to give away. We don't often do (gasps) You know, you've been to the prize draw. I did. I I rifled around in there and I found two tickets to a show that I'm doing on Thursday at Howler in Brunswick. It's called Comedy Commutes. You remember we. Yeah, yeah, that's where you take comedy out to the birds. Yes. So I went out to Broadmeadows and now I'm going (laughs) back to my old stomping ground. So my mum's just around the corner. Yes. So the Comedy Festival has put together a wonderful lineup and it's got a UK comedian, Carl Donnelly, who was on the gala mm-hmm. last week as well. Hilarious stuff. So there's about five of us. Michelle Brazier is yeah. seeing the the girl one from Auntie Donna. The girl one from Auntie Donna. So what you, night is this? Thursday. This tomorrow. Thursday night. Is it tomorrow? It is. It's tomorrow. So if you want these tickets, text in any variation of give it to me. It could just be give me or me. Me or give Give it. Give it. Give it. <laughs> so 0427569949 is the number or email us on air at joy.org.au. Today's topic, though. How many is too many? It is. How many is too many? We're animals. We're going to go there first because something happened to me on the weekend where I think it was too many cats. Oh, really? Put I, out there. I want to talk about marriages and babies. Oh, great. How many is too many? <laughs> You're up early. We're talking this morning, how many is too many? Let's go animals first because <laughs> over the weekend I stayed with some people who had four cats and I believe that's too many cats because when I was wandering around the house, I saw cats everywhere. I went to the loo and I'm like, oh, there's another cat. It gave me a bit of fright, but I also really like animals. So I would have to pat every single one of these cats. So I'm just I... looking at you a little weirdly. Yes. To see if there's cat hair on you. There's nothing no, worse than animal hair. No, no. All those clothes are gone straight into the wash. Good. Forced to, if you're asking me, yes, one cat is too many. So I'm not a cat person. What happened was they both brought one cat to the relationship and, and then, then oh. they went to the pet store to get a goldfish. Yep. They wanted some fish in their pond and then they saw a cat that they wanted, but it had a sibling and they couldn't separate them. So now that's how they ended up with four cats. They also have a dog and lots of chickens. So they got much land. 
Yeah, it's a bit of a uh, big backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there would be yeah lots of grass out there. So they they said you know we just couldn't part with any of these animals. And I think you know one cat. They added that's not parting. I know. know. Yeah, cute. And then you know two cats. um, I start going. Oh yeah, yeah. You're a bit maybe a bit lonely. You like to have things around. Three is like ooh crazy cat lady verging. Yeah, and four. (laughs) One. For starters, it's an even number, and that's all. Oh, no, it's flowers. When I'm putting flowers in the vase, you don't do even numbers. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm like, because <laughs> so I've, I've got you're two you're saying they need one more. They need, <laughs> and what, what, how many makes you a crazy cat person? Mm. I always think of that movie uh, with Goldie Horn and where she breaks up with her husband and gets a man. Death Becomes Her, I think it's called. And in the opening scene, she's a crazy cat woman eating ice cream <laughs> and the police are trying to break in and there's cats everywhere. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, oh, my friend did tell me um, her boyfriend runs a cleaning company and there's a house that they've cleaned that is absolutely soaked in cat piss because the lady runs a shelter and she's like a corporate person who mm. dresses nicely, but then you have no idea what's she's going on. On back there, yeah, because they love animals so much, they want to save them and have them in their house. But mm. it's a rental, and they're like, "Can you clean this up for us?" And they're like, well, "There's only so much we can do. It's actually soaked into the wall." Oh, that's disgusting. Yes. I yeah. Well, you know, I've got two big dogs, and they're indoor. Like they're outdoor. They'd be indoor now. They'd be in bed now, waiting for their breakfast to be made, and then they go outside. But they can come and go from their room, and then mm. overnight, when we're inside, they're inside with us on their mats. Yeah, but they're giant, and they're, they're big, giant. So- but their bedding gets washed weekly. Yeah. The floor gets vacuumed. Oh, some people might say every second day. Two Great Danes is too many Great Danes. No, nah. I want a third dog. <gasps> what would I, you get? I've a tiny got... little one, like a Chihuahua. You might actually be... step on. Well, they'd crush it in its sleep. But I, I was. <laughs> it's also like when one of them's pretty sporty, one's lazy. When one of them runs, she's clocking fifty to sixty kilometers an hour. That's so can you imagine the little Chihuahua trying to keep up? Yeah, and also I don't like yappy dogs. Ah, uh, you know, there's some animals that I think even just one is too many. Like I'm thinking about the documentary about somebody who has a hippo in their house. One hippo, too many hippos, man. In their house, yes. they raised it from when it was. What do you call a hippo baby? A calf? I have no idea. We'll go with that. Yeah, and uh, then it became really big, and now they've got a problem. Like, does it now live inside or outside? Because it's been like hand raised. Does it even know its instincts if you put it back in the pond? I thought hippos had to stay in water for a decent, so their skin didn't dry out. You'd be rubbing bapanthum all over. I don't them know all if the they time. lives in the tub or something. Do you reckon? Yeah, I heard that you are uh, you want an unusual pet next, though. I need to talk to you about. Yeah, I've got an idea for the farm oh, okay. for the cows, a companion oh, animal. It might be a little bit of a ER sound. You reckon? Up <laughs> early, Annie and Ando are up with you too. Six till seven a.m. every weekday on Joy. We're catching up with comedian Sammy Shah very shortly to talk about his show Funny Man at the Comedy Festival. And speaking of Comedy Festival, we've got two tickets to give away. That's a double pass to go to Comedy Commutes. How do you say commutes? Do you say commutes or commutes? I say commutes. Oh, commutes. Okay, let's go with that. So we're bringing... Commuter. Yeah. 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 Not a commuter. Yeah, you're right. I should really go back to my pronunciation classes. English teacher. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Who never finished English. Um, So we are going to Howler in Brunswick tomorrow night starts at 8pm. So if you want these tickets, it's got me on the lineup, Michelle Brazier, plus Luke Heggie, Josh Glantz, who's a very funny clown. Mm. I know people don't like clowning, but it's not like anything that you think about, not like circus clowns. Carl Donnelly from the UK as well. He's trapped here, keeping him. Cool. Very funny. And myself. So text in 
give it to me or some variation. That's what of, you got to do? Just the word give, give it to me, give it me. Give, give me. Give it me. Give it me. Give me. 0427-569-949 or email on air at joy.org.au. It is that easy. And now we're talking about how many is too many. And right before this uh, song, you were telling me about an animal that you'd like to get for your farm. For the farm. Now, I only want one, though, so I know it's not too many, but I was reading yesterday about companion... Like, I worry about the cows, and we've had bad years with foxes, and the last 12 months touch They wood, take them? They take them during calving, and I'm not oh, going to do... I'm not going into the detail, because it's horrific. Yeah. And so I'm not a fan of foxes. And so there's these things called companion animals for herds. And there's a dog in particular I quite like called the Commodore. Oh, what do they look like? They look like a mop. A mop. Okay, yes. A mop. They like look a, um, a little robovac for your farm, but they go yeah. and shoo away all the foxes. Yeah, so Commodore's one dog, and there's another type of dog called a Maremma, which they're I don't, but I couldn't have a dog that isn't inside, isn't part of the family. These dogs you leave out in uh, the paddock. What's wrong with that? They're working. Yeah, but the all night long. I couldn't leave a dog. Like, because oh, okay. I've grown bad. up with. Yeah, okay, I would just. Yeah. Anyway, so I've got another, and I don't like llamas because llamas are another <laughs> one. I do not I can't like llamas. You even considered it though. That is very found funny. Something, Imagine Ando with a llama. Found something better. A donkey. Is this a donkey, or have you accidentally logged into your internet Porn browser hub. and left one of your tabs <laughs> open? <laughs> it's my grown-up movie. Listen to that again. It's donkey. Oh wow! I can't I s- say I've ever seen a donkey. Maybe at a petting zoo. They're, they're cute, but they're noisy. They will deter dog, wild dogs and foxes. Yeah. They will actually fight them off. That's amazing. Is that where the whole like donkey kick comes from? Yes, they can be quite aggressive. I think I'd wow. get a Jenny. What's a Jenny? A girl donkey. A girl one. Hey, isn't girl that donkey? cool? Are they aggressive too? Not they're as aggressive. aggressive. The, the boys with their bits are quite aggressive. Yeah. But I haven't told Mr. Ando. <laughs> Surprise if he's listening. The other thing, donkeys live forever. How long? Like 30 years. Oh, that's amazing. So Can I inherit a, the donkey? It's not as... You're assuming that you're going to live longer than me. How rude. <laughs> yeah, with my lifestyle, probably not. <laughs> so much stress. But donkeys, if you have... How many is too many? Well, I'd have one. Yeah. For the herd of cows. Because the next minute, suddenly your house has turned into Morocco, you know. What's Morocco? I like what I haven't been to or Morocco. like Greece, you know, they love the, the donkeys in the wild, donkeys. Oh, with the saddlebags either side and I could be yes. carrying things around the farm. Yeah, like a Greek myth. Or, mm. <laughs> or just legend. jump on the motorbike. Yeah, I'm not convinced. They're real- wasn't it um, in the Anzacs? Wasn't it Simpson and his donkey? Was that a thing? Simpson? I don't know. Is that a movie? Oh, gosh. I forget that you didn't do history. Hey, I did eat Egyptian history in year seven. Know so much about it. It was it was Simpson and his donkey from the war, is it not? Yeah, during the Gallipoli campaign, a heroic story of one man and his donkey, a strange twist of fate that brought the two boyhood friends together one last time. I don't know, something like that. Something like that. We are talking today. How many is too many? I want to talk about marriages, Annie Louie, because I found someone that has. So has had so many weddings. What do you mean you found somebody like found on the them. internet? Yeah, I've tracked them to <laughs> thorough research. I call it. Yeah, we're not interviewing them though. No, no, I not wish at we all. Were. That but, would be but we are catching up with funny man Sammy Shah just in a bit. Up early with Annie and Ando for your Wednesday morning International Trans Visibility Day. Big shout out to all our trans family. 
any. We're talking mm. how many is too many. Yep. You said you wanted to go marriages and children. Yep. So I found this guy on the web called Glenn Wolf. He's also known as Scotty Wolf, which <laughs> instantly gets me wondering. Hi, my name's Glenn, but you can call me Scotty. Or was he Scotty in Sydney, Glenn in Melbourne? You know, like those people that have double oh, lives. Don't know. That would make got- sense if he's got a lot of marriages. So this is here in Australia. No. Ah. No, it's in the UK. Yeah, well, how's that? Oh, oh no, no, California actually. So it's the most United States. married and marriages and divorces because yes. you can't go around marrying more than one person in any of these countries. Do you want to know what his job was? Breeder? I don't know. <laughs> What's he doing? It's, it's Spermanator. <laughs> <laughs> it's, imagine the movie. Oh, like, there probably is a movie, but it's of the adult ilk. No, Glenn slash Scotty. Was a Baptist minister. <laughs> of course, that of course makes a lot of sense. He has been married thirty-one times. Just because you can for funsies, for shits and giggles. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Get this though: he was three of his marriages were to women that he'd previously divorced. What? So he went. Well, he okay, went let's back. undo that. He I went. Like, back. I changed my mind yeah. three times. Had a couple in between, Don't and you, then went. As back a, one of the women, wouldn't you think with this guy's track record, I won't touch him? Like, if you're woman number 29, you're going, hmm, does this guy know what he's doing? I know. And what does he think that God is doing? Because every time you commit to it, you're like a lifelong partnership. You think you found the one that, like, God had put you together because it doesn't, I don't know much about the Bible, but isn't it like you were cleft in half and you go around finding the other person so that your souls can be complete again? (laughs) I just find that extraordinary. Like, not if he's got... Well, he's a minister, he's probably got connections. But if he didn't and he was more of the marriage celebrant type, imagine if you were his celebrant, Annie Louie, and he goes, I love that, Annie Louie, she's great. So you get 31 gigs out of one client. That would be amazing. Somehow I feel like he's the kind of cuckoo who might try to do his own wedding. <laughs> you know, that's illegal, but... <laughs> Jumping in and out of roles. Yeah, exactly, he's, he's, he's suddenly... got a wig on. It's like... <laughs> Dearly <laughs> beloved... We are gathered here today. <laughs> or is that a funeral? I always get those confused. Oh, you can say it for both, I oh, think. can you? Yeah. All right, babies. The most children go to uh, Valentina and Fyodor Vasiliev. Don't know where oh, they're Oh, where's from. that? Oh, sounds mm, Eastern European. Eastern Europe. Let's say that. 69 kids. 69, Annie Louie. Wow, wait. So they couldn't have been single children. There must be a bunch mixed in there, like doubles, triples, quadruples. 16 pairs of twins, seven sets of triplets, four sets of quadruplets. Seven sets of triplets. Seven sets of triplets. (laughs) What was going on inside her? How stretched do you feel? Annie, you can't say that. Well, it's like squeezing a watermelon through a lemon, right? Do that 69 times. Funny, funny enough, 69. Apparently, apparently, Vasiliev, so Fyodor, had six sets of twins and two sets of triplets with a second wife. (laughs) Wait, so it was him. He was the common He was the common common denominator. denominator. He was a splitter. His sperm was splitters or double swimmers. Don't twins come from the mums? Side? No idea. Oh, well, it depends. I know the difference research. like between one where the cell splits, the ovum splits with one sperm, or if it's two sperms and the, the ovum split. Yeah, it's- <laughs> That's all I remember. Like, together, with our shared terrible science knowledge, do we make one scientist? <sighs> Definitely not. <laughs> the um, runner-up is Mr. and Mrs. Gravitar from Tuscany. 62 kids. Uh, how, how much... Sweet. 
would it suck to miss out on the title? Like you were trying hard, you were popping them out. I know, 60. More to the point, imagine if you were struggling to conceive and here's someone with Rubbing 69. it in your face. Yeah. 69. <laughs> just, give, just give me one. Give me one of your babies. <laughs> Mornings are brighter with Annie and Ando. 6 till 7am weekdays on Joy 94.9. Comedy Festival is in full swing and there are so many great local comedians to support this year. One of them is the multi-talented writer, comedian, performer and broadcast Caster, who has a lot of experience, Ando, in breakfast radio. He told me that when he quit, he started feeling joy again. So <laughs> hopefully we can get some advice off this guy. Please welcome to the program, Sammy Shah. Good morning. Hi, how are you doing? Really well. Thanks so Very much for well. joining us this morning. Um, I guess my first question is, you know, it's been, what, eight, nine years since you decided to move to Australia and, and how are we going? Like, is it, you know, have you got feedback for us? <laughs> How are we going? Oh, look, there are definitely days when I look over at New Zealand and I think maybe I should have moved there instead. <laughs> um, which I know is tricky because as an immigrant, you're not supposed to say that. You're just supposed to be eternally grateful. And I am. I'm still eternally grateful for all the things. Not the things that people think immigrants should be grateful for. I'm from a you know third world country, developing yeah. nation. And for me, it wasn't Centrelink or Medicare that I came here for. It was, uh, I came here for uh, electricity and water I can drink from a tap. You know, that's the stuff that I love. And so I'm you still call... getting that, so I'm happy. Yeah. Yeah, Pakistan is your home. And you, did you mm-hmm. ever do comedy back there? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I did. Uh, it started over there in 2005 was my first stand-up comedy show there. Um, I did for several years there as well, and then when I moved here, and uh, I moved to Perth or to WA anyway, and uh, and yeah, I did comedy in WA for a few years before finally kind of settling in Melbourne. Is um, it where? Yeah, is it true that you were the first comedian in Pakistan to tour an English spoken show? Yes, uh, yeah. So I mean, we've got a long history of comedy in the country, and even stand-up comedy in like in a Pakistani form, uh, which was performed in Urdu, you know, by local comedians and stuff for mm-hmm. for many many years. Um, Pakistanis are, you know, comedy is a big part of, of our cultural heritage. It's um, a lot of people go, oh, you know, I didn't realize there was comedy in Pakistan, and I'm like, no, you're thinking of Europe. Um, <laughs> they're the humorless ones. Uh, Pakistan's got a strong tradition of comedy, and, uh, and yeah, amazing. I, kind of I had no idea. Yeah. yeah, incredible. Have there been people that you started gigging with who are also making it in other parts of the world now? Um, not really, because uh, like when I started, it was me and like two other guys, and we were basically the only kind of English language stand-up comedians in the country. And as far as I know, neither of them do stand-up anymore. I think one of them is a radio show host in Pakistan, and uh, that seems to be the arc for most of us. And uh, the other one does sketch comedy or something close to that style. Um, but yeah, I'm still probably the only one who's you know still true to stand-up comedy. Um, although given the uh, the direction my career has been going in, I don't know how much longer I'll stay true to that. Yeah. Why do you say that? Uh, just, you know, I'm at the mark. I'm at the 14 or 15 year mark at this point. And, um, you know, you can only watch uh, so many other comedians, uh, your peers and everyone kind of you know, getting gala invites and, and ending up on um, diversity uh, lineups before you're like, you know, maybe I'm just not liked that much. Oh, so no. This is more, no, I'll tell you what it is. This is more my, this is my year of doing comedy for the sake of doing comedy as opposed to doing comedy for the sake of winning an award, which I think has always been the wrong approach to take to comedy in the first place. 
Yes, absolutely. You make me think of people who are like, oh, you know, this show was good till it got to like the sixth season. That's where it gets bad. I feel like you're in the the sixth (laughs) season of your life. (laughs) I think there can be a turnaround here. Let's do like Samishar 2.0. No, it's the lockdown that happened, right? Like we are, like um, I was in Melbourne, like so many of us, and we, we Melbourne was a city of what four million people who simultaneously soul searched. It's the kind of thing that uh, <laughs> you know, if you're if you're in New South Wales and or in Byron Bay, it's the kind of nonsense that you'd pay to go to like a pay a lot of money to go to like a silent retreat for seven days to experience. <laughs> yeah. So true. And we got that for seven for months, basically. So for free, yeah. Um, and so the end result has been, I think a lot of us are going, what have I done with my life? And I'm I'm in that midlife crisis phase now where I'm like, I just love doing comedy. I'm happy to do comedy, particularly now that the comedy festival is back. And I don't really care about accolades and stuff anymore. Um, I just like doing the jokes. Uh, so yeah, this show probably for my first time in many years is there's no point of view that's like, you know, it's going to change your opinion on things. I don't want you to walk out of it going, oh, I learned something about humanity. I just want <laughs> you to go walk out going, that was funny. Though your comedy yeah. traditionally, Sammy, has always been, I find, um, well, I want to say educational, but that makes you sound like a primary school teacher. More, it's, intelli- <laughs> it's intelligent comedy and, and you're not afraid of going somewhere edgy to, to p- potentially put your point of view out there yeah but that's um, that's just the comedy i respect as well because you know my favorite comedians have always been and that's everyone from some you know the 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 late great patrice o'neill to the currently still great hannah gadsby you know they're all people who will say things that are on their mind and a lot of times those things can can piss people off sometimes those people are the ones you want to get angry sometimes they're they're inadvertent victims of anger but um (laughs) i still like talking about things that things that make me curious and unfortunately it turns out sometimes things that make me curious have a lot to do with race and culture and society and then and so that you know obviously angers some people yeah, absolutely. If you just join us, we are talking to comedian Sammy Shah. Sammy, will you stick around after this song so we can get into your show, Cuck, a little bit more? Yeah. Up early with Annie and Ando, we're in the middle of chatting to funny man Sammy Shah, comedian, journalist, radio broadcaster, amongst a whole bunch of other things. Now, Sammy, just before that track, you were talking about your style of comedy, but you also said that this year you're just going out there to have fun and, and do comedy. So is it different material and what's your new show all about? Um, I do think it's different material only in that um, it's, you know, like I said, it, it's less of a, a message. Uh, my, my show last time, two years ago, 2019, which is when the last time we had a comedy festival, was a XN exploration of free speech done comedically mm-hmm. um, and that done comedically part of that sentence is one that reviewers will quibble over but um, this time it's more just look like like many people in Melbourne we I had a tough year all right everyone had a really bizarre tough year um, and and I like the fact that whenever I talk about how bad the year was other people come up to me and go oh my god thank you my year was terrible too thanks for making me laugh about it so that's what I'm trying to do I'm just trying to make people laugh about this strange, strange year we've been through on, and by telling my story. Yeah. Objectively, though, I think yours was a really, really yeah, happy look, year. 
it wasn't great. Um, let me paint a picture for you. 2019 September, you know, I was, I, I think I was winning life on every measure. You know, I had a breakfast show on ABC Radio Melbourne. Um, I, you know, I was earning good money doing that. And I was also gainfully employed because of that. Um, I had just gotten married uh, to a beautiful woman. We'd, we'd you know, been together for three, three and a half years at that point. We had a destination wedding in Thailand that, you know, I went into debt over, but, you know, I felt like it was worth it because you got, I had this great job and we were going to be together forever. And then about, I think, what is the uh, three months after that? Within three months, I lost my job. And then I lost the uh, the partner because she decided um, that, you know, it was more interesting to be with someone else than with me. Hmm. Um, and so, and thus came the title of the show, Cock. And How do you spell what, that? What is a cock, by the a way? Cuck. If people don't know. Oh, cock is short for cuckold. And a cuckold is a man whose wife has cheated on him. Oh. It's a, it's an it's a medieval English word. Um, you can actually find it in Shakespeare a lot and everything. And uh, I, in fact, I believe if you go back to um, Midsummer Night's Dream, the implication is that Oberon is a cock because Titania has been cheating on him. I'm not Oberon. Mm. She wasn't Titania, but I like to m- make things highfalutin just to make myself feel better. <laughs> <laughs> There's also some interesting Urban Dictionary takes on it as well. It's a bit mm. too risque Look, for yeah, me to it's, say. It's very much uh, it's very much a word used to show that you know uh, a weak man a weak will yeah. his woman cheated on him and he can't even control his woman it's got all those implications i don't like any of those and i kind of make mm. fun of those during the show um but yeah it, it, you know it, it was basically it happened just before lockdown so i spent seven months of lockdown unemployed and with a broken heart and yeah and uh, and if you make it through that boy you can make it through most things because <laughs> this is a very interesting theme for me because i did a breakup show last year as well released during lockdown and how are you navigating perhaps the legal defamation so i don't well part of it is i don't (laughs) yes um uh, this is the same question matt okine asked me as well because he's done a show about the same subject as well it turns out people cheat on comedians a lot comedians (laughs) are not people like don't date us if you're going to cheat on us but anyway um Hmm. the way i handle it is i don't mention her i don't mention the person she's with i don't mention their names i don't mention any private details personal details and none of those things and and there's no evidence of um, um, you know who she was on my social media. I've done that thing that everyone does in this day and age, um, because, you know, everything. by scrubbing the social media. I love that. Uh, so th- that's there. Wow, God, what a time, mate! Hey, how are yeah, you now? You know. <laughs> oh, oh, very, oh, much better. Um, I'm, I'm working on the uh, post breakup glow up phase of my yeah. life, mm-hmm. which uh, convertible is a bit and when you're. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, it's, you know, you're supposed to work out a whole lot and eat healthy and become ripped and, and look good. It's a little harder when you're a 42-year-old. Um, you know, there's, a, <laughs> there's only so many things that you can undo to that have you done, that you've done to your body over the years. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I'm also, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm focusing on the comedy. I'm focusing on work and, and I'm really, really enjoying my life right now. So yeah. it's because lockdown's over. We're all pretty happy about this. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm looking at your picture now that you've taken for the poster. Did you get back into your wedding suit to take these professional No, shows? so the poster picture, uh, so this is a funny thing, is the original show I was going to do in 2020, just before Comedy Festival got cancelled. It was called Nuptials. And that was a show all about the, the, the fun frivolity involved in getting married, like a wedding ceremony and all that stuff. And the poster picture was the picture 
taken off me just before I said I do <gasps> at the wedding ceremony. Um, Holy moly! It's from the wedding photos. It's a beautiful and picture. Good. It's a beautiful picture, and it would have had nuptials written on top of it. And then when the when you know when everything happened, and I, and I decided I need a new poster and new show, I just replaced the word nuptials <laughs> with the word cock and kept everything else <laughs> the same. You didn't have to pay <laughs> anyone for professional comedy photography. Like you were getting these no, shots done anyway for your artwork. wedding. Yeah, oh, love it. <laughs> Yeah, um, um, yeah, I was quite happy with that. Was quite, you know what? More than the comedy festival show, which is good. I promise, it's really funny. I'm more proud of that poster achievement. Hundred <laughs> percent. Did you do it yourself as well, Sammy? Uh, yeah, I, I used to work briefly in advertising, um, and then I got self-respect and quit that. But I learned graphic design <laughs> as a result. So yeah. <laughs> Very well done. We might let you go there so you can uh, scrub up for your show. That's Sammy Shah. Tell us where we can find more details all about Cuck. Uh, Cuck, the show is, uh, you can find details on thesammyshah.com. That's T-H-E-S-A-M-I-S-H-A-H.com. Um, or just Google Sammy Shah Cuck. I'm pretty sure a link will come up <laughs> which will allow you to buy tickets which are still available. Careful on the spelling because I just Googled, I didn't understand the word that is, that is a whole other series yeah. of pictures that come up, which I don't not- know how they got leaked. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Sammy. Thank you. My pleasure. Up early with Annie and Ando for your Wednesday morning. We were talking, we've been talking this morning about how many is too many. Yeah, especially animals, because sometimes there's too many cats in particular. I'm like, mm, where do you, where's the line? I think it's three. I think it's zero. <laughs> one one is dog too many. I'm a dog person. Yeah, and you said you might want to consider getting a donkey for, for your my farm. Cows, and as, a, as a guardian. You've discussed it with me before. You've discussed it with your husband. So, And yep. you've shared it with the listeners. I just got a message in. What was it? Not good morning. It's from Mr. Ando. Not good morning, darling. How Did you sleep all right? Because we didn't work together last night. Yes, We're so at different yep. places. You haven't heard from each other today. Since last night, since bedtime. And all it says is, no donkey. (laughs) No donkey. (laughs) Not even a discussion of, you know, can we talk about this? What's your thinking behind it? No donkey. But I think that's a good solution. I mean... No donkey. So the llamas are go. And he's the donkey babysitter. No, I don't want a llama. (laughs) Alpaca? Hey, make sure you stick around for the work. Camel. Murphy's, we're back with you tomorrow. Can't get enough of the show? Follow Annie and Ando on Instagram. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.